Welcome to Your Key to Orlando Real Estate, this brand new podcast brought to you by the experts at the Orlando Regional Realtor Association is your go-to listening for all things home buying and selling. Our podcast will be released on the first Tuesday of every month, and we'll be bringing you what you need to know if you're thinking about buying or selling a home anywhere in this area. Tune in for topics such as qualifying for a mortgage, staging your home to sell, considering new construction options, and so much more. Of course, we'll always take a quick look at the current state of Orlando housing market and its influence on buyers and sellers. And you can look forward to a new realtor host for each edition of Your Key to Orlando Real Estate. Today, I'll be your host. My name is Gary Balanoff, and I've been an Orlando realtor for 36 years. I'll be going over details about that all-important down payment, including where to find assistance, and I'll be joined by two guests from the Housing and Neighborhood Development Services of Central Florida, HANDS, an important organization that provides pre-purchase counseling. Before we jump into this episode topic, let's discuss the Orlando real estate market conditions. Let's face it, more people are moving to Florida from all over the world than at any time. In January, Orlando's housing market saw another big jump in year-over-year sales, along with a strong increase in median price. However, the number of homes available for purchase in the Orlando area continued its sharp downward path. A total of 2,270 homes were sold during the month, a tally that is 16% more than January of 2019. And the median price of an Orlando home sold in January was $245,000, which is an 8% increase compared to January of last year. Would-be buyers continue to be challenged by the limited number of homes available for sale in Orlando. Compared to last year at this time, the number of homes on the market decreased by 15%. There are only 7,030 properties currently listed for sale. Our housing market numbers are provided by the Orlando Regional Realtor Association, so you can visit orlandorealtors.com for more information and plenty of up-to-the-minute figures. So, more on the subjects that we're going to be talking about today. Why is Orlando a great place to buy a home? Well, sunshine and thousands of jobs. We also have to deal with a consideration of down payment, everything from 0 to 20%. But a lot of people do not understand right up front what the cash requirements are. And when you say down payment, does that also include closing costs or is that closing costs on top of that? So, And cash buyers are likely to have an advantage. So it's important to know what your sources of low down payment financial help might be. When we come to budget, obviously everybody's budget is a little bit different. So you have to to work with a qualified lender and a qualified realtor to figure out what do you have to do to be able to get started. So get a realtor and then get a lender first before you do any further research. Looking at a website is helpful, but looking at a website will only get you a fraction of the way to getting the story done. Buying or selling a home in Orlando's competitive market can be both exciting and complicated. That's why you need me. I'll use my local market insights to help you find the right home or buyer and my negotiation expertise to get you the best possible price, all while supporting you every step of the way. Who am I? I'm a realtor, and I'm the key to buying or selling your home. Learn more at orlandorealtors.com today. Brought to you by the Orlando Regional Realtor Association. 
As a realtor who helps would-be first-time homebuyers, I frequently hear one of the questions about down payment. How much do I need to put down on a home? Do I qualify for any assistance programs? And to help answer those questions, let's welcome Amanda Huff and Michelle Alamo from HANDS, an organization dedicated to helping people enter the world of home ownership. Thank you for being here, Amanda and Michelle. Let's jump right in. Can you tell us how your organization assists people who would like to be homeowners but are struggling with rising prices, saving for a down payment while paying rent and so on? And how do you prepare folks for the home buying journey? Hi, thank you for the invitation. Um, we at Hansel Center Florida, we have been educating first-time homebuyers for over 20 years. We provide the required homebuyer education uh, for first-time homebuyers um, using Orange County, City of Orlando, and now Seminole County's down payment assistance programs. And it's a mandatory class that the homebuyer has to complete the class before they begin the process with the lender. And when you talk to an individual client, basically, at some point, how do you help that homeowner choose what they want most in a home when they have to work within a realistic budget? I use a, a, a tool. <clears throat> um, it's, it's a game, basically, mm-hmm. that gives them a series of options and different levels in those options. And they are given a certain budget, per se, that allows them to take the number of items and disperse that between those options so they can, quote unquote, spend their budget how they want. Mm -hmm. And it allows them to start thinking about those things that are important to them when they're purchasing a home. What do you find are their biggest challenges when they're trying to go through the process? Obviously, educating them as to the realities of the world. But beyond that, what do you what do you find is is, a, is the biggest set of challenges that they have to deal with? For our clients, mainly is a qualifying credit score. They have um, a lot of credit issues, collections, things like that, that are on their credit report that need a, a help. And you can help them with that? I mean, there are ways of getting credit boosting, you know, without... Uh, we won't even mention the names of the companies that are out there constantly promoting, but that almost makes it sound too easy. I mean, you know, I, all I did was just sign up for this program and it automatically boosted my credit score by 20 points and now I'm in a house. It doesn't really work that way, does it? No, not necessarily. While those things can help, it doesn't, it doesn't get to the, the meat of the issue. That is their credit scores. Yes, it helps a little bit, but, you know, they still have to take the time to settle or pay off what's on their credit report for them to boost their scores. What? How many people have you helped over the years? Is there a total number now after oh all this goodness. time? We do three classes, sometimes four classes a month. And on an average class, we have between 60 to 80 clients. And we've been doing this for over 20 years. So we do see a lot of um, clients in our Homebuyer education class. It is it, it it's an eight hour class on a Saturday, so it's a lot of information that we do cover, and it's an excellent tool for first time homebuyers. Tell us a little story about somebody that's maybe come in with very low expectation, and uh, maybe was a little bit on the hopeless side <clears throat> from their own perspective mm-hmm. that you were able to kind of get into a home and now. What's happened to them since? Um, I do have a client that she originally came in for counseling in early 2016. Her credit scores were in the high 400s. Which and for those of you who are not have not had your credit score done, that's very low. 
Yes, okay. it was very low. Um, she had very little savings. Her income put her in the very low income category. She was a single mom going to school to better herself, working two jobs, and she was wanted to be able to provide her child with a stable environment. After her counseling session, she tried to work on her goals, but unfortunately life happened and she was unable to pursue um, her her dream of homeownership. About a year and a half later, she came back to hands in a better situation. Um, her scores had increased uh, to the high 500s, low 600s because of the um, education she had received from hands prior. And in working with her since then, in uh, 2017-18, she's worked consistently with me, and her credit scores are now in the high 700s. She has a savings. She's paid off all her collections. Um, She finished her school. She's uh, now a certified teacher, and so she's making good money, and she was just qualified for a mortgage and is building a new house. That's awesome. Tremendous progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what do you see as right now the the future moving forward? Because we talk about this all the time at uh, within the realtor organization and with our clients specifically about uh, a number of things standing in the way. For example, young people having to deal with sometimes debt uh, for college and so on, having in the process of getting their first job, second job and so on, and trying to move up in the world, but not having, uh, you know, $60,000 of, of student debt, it becomes mm-hmm. a problem. Uh, and, and with education becoming more of a, of a burden for some people to be able to get through, um, you're seeing more of, of those kind of people too, I would imagine loans that need to be taken care of. Of course. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. what, what do you see as the future of, of, low-income home ownership in the area? Insofar as what regard? I mean... Well, just, I mean, is it is it going to level off after a while? Do you see it? Uh, because there's always a, a need for, you know, people to, to get it. I mean, you have more people coming to you, I would All imagine, every day. Mm-hmm. So... You know what? What? What hope? What beacon can you give them uh, to be able to move forward and and keep working on it? Because sometimes it takes, as you said, more than just thirty days and out. You know, they're they may take a year or more. Right? Our our average client who um, comes in for one on one counseling and the seminar takes about two years to get through all of their their debt issues. Their savings and and whatnot to get to a point where they're ready to purchase. Now, do you use all types of programs? Because I know people are confused when they come to us. Okay. I'm not a veteran, so I can't get zero down financing. Well, you can in outlying areas get USDA financing, which is a zero down for non-veterans. FHA, three and a half percent. Give us a little background on, on how you fit the person based on their circumstances into the right down payment assistance or whatever to be able to qualify for something. One of the first questions we ask the clients are is where are you looking to buy? Because mm-hmm. that will determine, of course, if they're going to look for Orange County, Seminole County, the city limits. So that will be uh, the first question, like where is it that you're looking to buy? Because each of these programs, they do offer down payment assistance. They have their own guidelines. On average, they require pretty much similar, like, 
Credit score has to be 640 on average. They do need um, the home buyer education, which is a requirement from all the programs. They have specific um, uh, debt to income ratio. So that's one of the biggest obstacles we see on clients, uh, and especially when they have high student loans. So that can be a little bit uh, of a challenge. Um, and lack of savings. That's another um, problem that we see a lot. But with the help of the down payment, at least they can get at least a little bit of help with the closing cost and down payment for the home. If somebody has good credit, but it's more of a down payment issue, <coughs> excuse me, what is the minimum that they would have to have just out of pocket to be able to qualify? Um, depending on the program, at mm -hmm. least like Orange County requires um, a minimum of 1000 or 1.75% of the purchase price. However, we always encourage a little bit more. Normally, I'll say we get that question asked all the time on all every class that we do. And I will say at least be prepared minimum 3000 to say the least because not only you, you're responsible for some fees in the process, you're going to need uh, money for moving expenses and deposits and and it's good to show also to the lender that you have a little bit of cushion. You're not going to wipe out everything on your bank account to purchase this home. You still have some money left after you're done with the purchasing process. And that's part of the education that you provide. You and know, that's it's, it's not the, just all of your move-in costs, and now I'm good to go for the rest of exactly. my life, 30-year loan. You've got to pay for 30 years. So, yes. Yeah. Do you, what kind of um, flexibility do you have if, if you found a seller out there that was willing to help with the process, can their closing cost payments or whatever help make up for some of the difference that they might have as a shortage? Even even with the program providing down payment assistance, they can have uh, additional funding coming from, from the seller. Depending on the loan program as well, they can um, get loans, um, gifts from family members, um, as long as it's not a loan. Um, so it all depends. And that's why when it comes to the one-on-one -on -one counseling, then we go in a specific scenario with the person, what type of loan, where is it that you're buying, which down payment you're going to be applying for, because they all have different um, guidelines. And that's when the one-on-one -on -one counseling comes in handy. And what financial assistance options do first-time homebuyers have now? I mean, what kind of range of options do they? Um, it uh, From Orange County, they can get up to 35000 that's the maximum, and it's based on household size and income. So when the client meets with the, either the lender or the counselor based on their average uh, household income, then they'll be um, determined like what kind of income chart category they will fall into. Like they have very low, moderate, low income categories, but the range is thirty five thousand to fifteen thousand. Um, there's also down payment assistance from the bond program. And that's seven thousand five hundred, and that of course it's also that one. It will be a little bit um, different than the ship program because this one, the OCFHA program, the bond program, the income bracket is a little bit higher. So that's kind of more guided towards higher income clients. More flexible. It has more flexibility as well. And how is it um, changed over time with the increased uh, amounts? That you know, for qualification on, on uh, FHA, VA, conventional loans even, they keep raising the amount so that it keeps it out of jumbo. And you aren't working with jumbo loans, obviously. No. But 
with the increased cost of housing, um, how likely is it with the parameters that we have that we can continue to fund the programs that are needed and are more funds necessary? Because obviously at some point, uh, county, city, whoever runs out of funds. How do you deal with that? Uh, the program doesn't, um, well, the county specifically, they're very strict with the uh, underwriting guidelines when it comes to the loans. So the the program requires uh, fixed rate mortgages. They're very cautious with debt ratios, what kind of interest the client is getting. And everything is done to protect the buyer because we're talking about first-time home buyers. So they do have... They can get FHA, uh, conventional loans, uh, USDA loans, but they the county still looks at what kind of products they're getting from the lender, and they still have their own um, guidelines, and they kind of monitor that. And uh, you have to, to make sure the that you, you're the lender that you're working with or that they're working with and they're familiar. conforms they have to be familiar. with Correct. the guidelines that you have. Correct. So you have a, a list on your website, I would take it, that has or at least you know qualified lenders that will be able to help people with that process. Orange County does not have an approved lender list okay. for their down payment program, but the city of Orlando does, right. Seminole County does, mm-hmm. and so do the bond programs. Mm-hmm. Well, and as part of this is a large part of his education, you need to make sure that you're working with a lender who mm-hmm. has dealt with the program before, because otherwise that's becomes hard. So okay. anything else that you'd like to kind of wrap up as far as uh, giving some hope to the people out there that maybe thought they couldn't get a house. The house that's meant for you is out there. You just have to have the motivation to work on it. You, you're able to achieve your goals. It's just going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. So don't expect the grass to grow on your new home immediately. You got to water it. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Thank you so much for being with us, both of you. And we appreciate what you do for our community. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Amanda and Michelle, for stopping by. We all appreciate the valuable information for our potential first-time homebuyers and the services that your organization provides to our community. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, go to orlandorealtors.com for information to find your realtor today or to browse properties in the Orlando area. It's a robust site. Please do not overlook it. Instead, bookmark it. And don't forget that a buyer's consultation with a realtor is free. We all love free, don't we? So if you use a realtor, remember, we do this every day while the average resident in this area completes a home sale once every 12 to 18 years. So how can you keep up? Contact your realtor. Find out from them. We hope you enjoyed the first episode of Your Key to Orlando Real Estate and join us on the first Tuesday of every month for more topics related to buying or selling your home. Next month, Realtor Rose Kemp will be here to discuss the ins and outs of purchasing a newly constructed home. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review your key to Orlando Real Estate's podcast and tune in for episodes on the first Tuesday of every month.